Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver-area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. Well, happy party Friday to everyone. It's Chuck Bonniewell and Julie Hayden on the Truth Straight Up, and we'll be coming up here second. The Truth truth Straight Up, brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture and Chinese Medicine, HappyTrees.co, and Denver Cynogenics and Dr. Julie McCallan. So we've got a surprise video, a Party Friday video coming up at the end of the show. We were able to obtain never-before-seen video of the little tussle between Prince Harry when he was attacked, viciously attacked by... Bully William. Yeah, by his bully big brother. Um, so you want to stay and see that. I'm going to talk to Casper Stockham, who is, as of right now... The They're only- all falling away. He could be unanimous <laughs> choice. Of the Republican Party. Yeah, um, the the only person um, who's officially declared still running for the Colorado um, State GOP chair position now that Christy Burton Brown is uh, stepping back. But first, wanted to open the show. And so feel free to put in your comments um, in the chat section if you want to uh, turn your mic on and comment. Go ahead and do that. Or if you want to call in, 888-627-6008. That's 888-627-6008. Um, but about the, the house speaker fight. Um, well, it's, it's getting closer and closer. He picked up 14 votes. Uh, he needs, I think, three more. I think um, a couple of people were flying back. They've recessed for a while. They're going to go back at eight o'clock D- Denver time tonight. And some people were flying back, emergency flying back. Um, and so, so we can have a worthless speaker <laughs> for a worthless Congress filled with <laughs> worthless Republicans. Well, um, if I was to say, well, so apparently, um, he has been, um, McCarthy has been making concessions to the 20 holdouts. I'm going to talk about those because I read them and I'm like, why is he holding out over these? I mean, this seems like obvious why you would want to do this. Well, it's, it's obvious he doesn't want to do it or else they wouldn't have to force him to do it. Exactly. Why would you not want to do these things? And half of and half are, things are irrelevant. I mean, it didn't make any difference. The first one, floor vote to establish term limits for all House lawmakers. Except that I have to go to the Senate, so it'll go nowhere. In fact, it'll never be brought up. What's um, the next one you have? Okay, well, okay. So the motion to vacate, so you only have to have one person yeah, call yeah. for ousting him. You can, I could see why I wouldn't want that. Um, because what do you think, yeah. Lauren Bobert, Matt Gates, every day, raise her hand. Hello, we want to oust him. Um, the floor vote on the voter security again, that won't ever go anywhere. But at, but least-, at least it's a plan. Why would you oppose that? I understand the term limits one you want to oppose because that's going to look bad for those Republicans who vote against it. Right. And so it's going to be an embarrassing vote. What is the thing you don't have a border security bill? Right, exactly. Um, what they want to do, and this is the complicated one, but they want to move 12 regular appropriations bills individually, which so they can vote on them. And we'll play a little soundbite where um, Representative Rosendale reveals what he called Congress's nasty little secret. And that one also shouldn't be at least a bit controversial. No, I mean, we're creating a subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government. It's like, hello? Yeah. <laughs> hello? Hey. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Barney. Jump on in. Hey, uh I, I had to pipe up. I got to get okay. this off my chest. Okay. Mark Levin used to call McCarthy and Scalise two mental midgets. And he, that's about as good as it gets. Yes. So all of us conservatives, we always have to run back and kiss 
all the establishment asks. We have to, oh, whatever they want, whatever they want. Well, we've had it right now. We've had it with you pukes. You guys, your party is Mitch McConnell and $2 trillion that went to the Nazis in Ukraine. And oh, by the way, all you people that are butthurt about uh, Griner kneeling for the anthem or whatever, they took a U.S. flag and they sewed it to a Nazi Ukrainian flag. I'm sick of these people. It's over with. I want those people to hold their ground. Screw you, McCarthy. McCarthy was running around telling us how he's going to stop the 87,000 IRS agents. What a load of crap. You're not going to stop anything, just like with the Affordable Care Act. You guys run your mouth. You don't do squat. You're full of crap. And by the way, I've got something to say to Casper. Casper, you know we love you no matter what. And I know that Chuck and Julie are friends of Peter Boyles. But having a picture with Peter Boyles and his Warren Beatty (laughs) eyewear, when you wear glasses, it looked like Warren Beatty. I'm sorry, Peter. Peter ran a lot of conservatives off after the way you guys got treated. With all due respect, I know he's your friend, but. Sorry. No, no. I, I have Cas- to say, too, I won't bring that up to Casper because that was, I mean, it was kind of a weird picture. So, kiss of death. It's a kiss yeah. of death. You will lose every conservative, Casper. Sorry. We love you when we put up with you because you're a sweet man. But no, buddy, you got to have some nads and stand up a little bit. Anyway, bottom line, I did not like Lauren Bulford till now. I think right. I love her. And Matt yeah. Gates, I wasn't, I kind of liked him. I said, yeah, hell yeah. Let's do this. Let's tell these assholes we're done with them. You did two trillion effing dollars in the Senate. No, Mitch McConnell. We know who you. I want to know the kickback. I want when you get one of these son of a bitches on to Ken Buck. I want to know what is the damn kickback. I know people that make one hundred fifty thousand a year. They would never sell this country down. You pukes are doing this on purpose because you get kickbacks. Anyway, love you guys. I hate Kevin McCarthy. He is a uh, mental midget. Now unmute me so I can listen. Okay, all right. Okay. Thank you, Bernie. Thank you, thank you Bernie. <laughs> and if he's and well, he's right though. You know, uh, yeah. he's 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 colorful, Barney. But you're right. Um, one of the other things. Why would they want to do this? They want to require 72 hours for the release from the release of a bill to the vote on a bill. What, what a, what a concession. They want to reinstate something called the Holman rule, where basically they can cut the salaries of specific federal workers to just a dollar. So the whole thing they're being to like cut the, you know, fine, you can hire 87,000 IRS agents, but they're only paying one dollar. And and, and the same with the the head of the DOJ and the same with the FBA. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Why wouldn't you want to have some control out of an out of control? Exactly. Why is that a concession by this jerk? And here's some Jacob. What happens if McCarthy doesn't keep the concessions? It's my understanding, Jacob, and I could be mistaken or being optimistic. I think one of the I was reading one of the holdouts was saying we're in the Reagan mode right now. Trust, but verify. I think they were waiting for and I think they must be getting like documentation or some kind of written that, you know, not just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that, too. So um, so it it looks like he's probably going to pass. My guess would be tonight. And it looks like they're going to hold him to it. And I think they've done a good job releasing the terms because, I mean, it's nothing outrageous, right? It's like read the bill, give it time to read the bill. But I want to play. This is an interesting soundbite. Representative Matt Rosendale from Montana, he was talking about um, the fact that, and we learned this from Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Greene at an event we were at where she explained it. You know, most people think, because they teach you this in school, right, that they have a bill that's proposed, it's drafted. And and then they vote on it, right? And he said the dirty little secret in Congress is they, they 
don't vote at all. Usually what happens is, is the leadership on both sides hammers out some sort of corrupt deal. Right. And then they send a Democrat and Republican down to the floor, you know, every day to run through the 1520 bills or whatever it is they're doing. Um, and then those two people vote without any, they just say no opposition. The bill is approved. Right. There's no vote. There's no discussion. There's no nothing. Nobody knows the vote's going on. So if we could please play the Rosendale soundbite. And they will be shocked to learn the ones that you have not disclosed the little nasty secret to that. Unfortunately, that's not how it works around this place that under the current rules and under the current leadership construction that on flying days, typically Monday at the beginning of the week, the leadership on both sides of the aisle negotiate a number of bills, 15 to 20 pieces of legislation that one Democrat and one Republican stand on this floor. They discuss momentarily and then they say the magic words without objection. We will pass this by unanimous consent. And there are two people standing on the floor passing pieces of legislation that oftentimes are the naming of buildings that don't really bother anybody or affect one's life, but in many circumstances spend millions and tens of millions of dollars that the taxpayers are obligated to cover and their representative was not even here to vote upon it. And that, my friends, is wrong. It is wrong. And you got to wonder, why don't they want them to vote on it, right? Why don't they want discussion? You think that that's how it's supposed to be, you know? And so, because I want to play the Hannity soundbite. So you look at some of these things that that have to be concessions, and you're like, you mean they're not doing that already? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, why would you be opposed to this, you know? And why weren't the other 200 asswipes, yeah. uh, to use a phrase that uh, just invented, um, uh, you know, saying, yeah, we want this too. This why would you say this is a bad idea? And you can, I mean, it's got to be money, right? Barney's right about that. It's it's just got to be money. Um, and so then you get all of the corporate media on both sides, conservative as well, except for Tucker Carlson, really, um, com- complaining about all these people. It's a clown show. It's this is that. And it's like, hello, this is them actually voting and debating. I thought the other day they put it really well. It's like this guy is a second in line to the president. You think we shouldn't take a little bit of time to debate and to talk about well, it? This really established who are really yes. when it comes down to it. Hacks. Right. Establishment hacks. Establishment hacks in Colorado from Ken Buck, uh, who's on the Freedom Caucus, but doesn't actually vote with the Freedom Caucus. Um, to to God knows. Well, she's good. She really did. Yeah, she's really come through. I forget who the other Republican one is from Spring Lamborn. God, is he worthless? Uh, And all the other ones. No, no, no. They didn't want to have any of these concessions. They just wanted to. What what do they do all day? Well, raise money. I mean, that, they're like, if they have to go down there and vote, that's going to take time away from meeting with lobbyists, going on junkets and raising money, Chuck. I mean, anyone can clearly see that. Well, and so I want to, I mean, one person who also showed his true colors in all of this was Sean Hannity. I don't know if you saw, I mean, Sean Hannity is usually a pretty polite guy, right? He, he doesn't, used to be. yeah, well, he used to be. well, but before he got caught 
with Ainsley Earhart with his first wife. And then he started getting a little more full of himself. But but, I mean, at least he was kind of polite, right? He would would let people answer questions. But he really, okay, well. He He just got worse and worse and worse. And he had Lauren Boebert on the other day. And it's like, hello, you're like the the talk show host or the, you know, let her answer the freaking question, right? And he wouldn't even do that. So if we could listen to this, so if we could please play the the Hannity soundbite. Uh, Kevin McCarthy didn't want to give it to you, but he did give it to you in the end. To me, that's kind of an insurance so, policy. Uh, Can I finish? But he didn't all the way. He did Wait not. Sure. He, he gave you what you asked for. And one of the things that I've been not. asking people, I'm asking you tonight, who is your final choice for speaker? And if you can't get more than, let's say, 30 votes, will you follow your own advice uh, that you were asking Donald Trump and withdraw? There are certainly names that are being floated around. And, hey, maybe I should nominate President Donald J. Trump tomorrow. But, Sean, I I did watch your show last night. Is this a game show? Like, we're going to pick... This motion to vacate because he did not give us this motion to vacate. I'm showing there's a, a, a whole consensus of other candidates. But I'm, not, I'm trying to understand but how you're this thinking This motion here. to vacate, Sean, you need to understand that, that Kevin McCarthy did not give us my hard red line. He fought and for this it. is a century old, a centuries. No, he did not. No, he, well, I know that he made the promise. That was written by Thomas Jefferson. I know he made the promise because. With five members, Sean, with five members, not one member to offer the motion to vacate. So my question is this. You haven't answered my question. So if you have. You cannot yesterday you supported yesterday you supported Jordan today you're supporting Donald Sean, that's not the way this I mean it just the whole thing went on like that it's like clearly his whole goal was to attack Hannity is a turd from Jacob. Sean Hannity should be ashamed of himself trying to beat up on And Bill Lauren Barber did a great job by the way. Job. She did not give in. She did not back down to the first wanted to have her on to browbeater, right? He, yeah, he, yeah. He, he knew what he was going to do. Um, Charlene says it's Hannity McCarthy spokesperson, and yeah. Barney says it sure sounds like it. And again, if you're Sean Hannity, um, what's wrong with these proposals? Why would you not wa- Why would you not want to give them time to read a bill? Why would you not want a floor vote on term limits? Why would you not want a floor vote on border security? Why would you not want a subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government? I, I mean, why would you not want those things? Then, and, you know, and then they had the same thing the night before with uh, Laura Ingram and Chip Roy, you know, her same interrupting, not quite as awful, uh, but but still annoyingly. And Chip Roy did a great job of, of saying, why wouldn't you be for this? Why were you against this? Yeah. It, and, and so it's outrageous. And I think what Lauren Boebert, and this is Sean Hannity was, I think, deliberately missing the point, because I think the guys, the 20 people have been very clear in what it is they're trying to do. They are trying to force, I think they know Kevin McCarthy is going to be speaker, right? They're not they don't, it's not like they have another candidate they want to run instead, but what they want. Well, they have plenty of candidates they want to run instead, but none of them would well, get they, a lot of so, votes because they haven't spent all their last 20 years handing out, papers. handing out favors and stuff. But it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And saying, who'd you get? Who'd you get? Who'd you get? It's kind of, oh, it's Donald H. Trump's like, how do you like that? It's just, he was just so annoying I mean, and so awful. awful. And I imagine he's hearing it. Um, if you look oh, on the internet and everywhere else, I mean, you know, people, 
They yeah. are just letting him have it. And again, I think what Lauren Boebert and others and, and Jim Jordan and Matt Gates, not so much Jim Jordan, but Matt Gates did a great job of explaining is like, we are trying to make a point. We are trying to reveal the nasty little secret that nobody understood about how Congress really works. Yeah. And that the fact that we actually don't vote on bills, the fact that we get together both sides of the party, which is why we're never, and why are we letting the Democrats have a say? I mean, the first thing I would do is cancel those bills, cancel those meetings, right? And just say, oh, by the way, Democrats, we're going to vote today on um, term limits. We're going to vote today on voter security, you know, and, and here's well, our committee uh, on weaponizing the oh, federal yeah, government. When the Democrats were in control, they never consulted. They just <laughs> told, they just told, you know, McCarthy would go, okay. I think they have discussions, my guess is, about some of the defense Ukraine bills because people are getting kickbacks on that, right? And making well, money. They're, yeah, they're always willing to say, look, there's another 10 billion to give to abortion providers and Planned Parenthood and and uh, for generally mutilating small children, and we'll give you another, you know, ten billion for Ukraine. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, that's a good deal. You know, yeah. just, and they clearly don't want any committees to look into that. So, you know, we were at a, a meeting, and I thought, like, and Marjorie Taylor Greene is surprising me here. I gotta wonder. I know when we were at this that the El Paso County dinner that she was the, the guest speaker at uh, a year or so ago, um, she did say that Kevin McCarthy kind of took her under his wing and helped helped her. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if she's just being loyal. But she was explaining about that. She said they don't discuss the bills. They don't. She said they just two people stand down there. Somebody reads the list of the bills right. and then they all vote. Yes. No, I've seen them. Do, they don't even vote. Yes. Well, the only, well the, yeah, they just say without opposition. Now, if anybody has been to city council meetings, Sometimes they do that if they have a long list of what are essentially housekeeping bills, right? right? Where they just read it and then they're approved by unanimous consent. But even in Denver City Council, they pull the ones out that people want to talk about, right? right? They pull the ones out that there might be some discussion or debate. And I would see here, I mean, how would you even know really that stuff was going on? And that's the thing. They don't want them to know and they don't want us to know. That's absolutely true. Um, Okay, so we've got... Um, did I read an, let's go back from Dr. Donna. Did I read an earlier announcement congratulating McCarthy's win? Um, probably people are doing that. Yeah. Similar to Clinton's press release congratulating her presidential win. (laughs) Um, from Charlene, one thing, the Freedom Caucus is the only, the only thing standing between us and, um, the the new world order taking over. If they go down, they'll be neutered. And this is and, and, and we all know it's just half of the Freedom Caucus because people like Ken Buck are in the Freedom Caucus and they're on the steals and the lies and the disingenuous. Right, right. So hey, and I want to go back a little bit off topic, but I saw Dr. Donna had sent us an email and, and Jacob, we're gonna. Um, if you want to jump in on this, um, Jacob apparently is looking for some help. Are you are you running for something, Jacob? That you need some help with signatures on? Do you want to answer that or you want to be like, no, Julie, don't mention that. Are you there? Um, nope. Okay. Jacob, if, maybe I caught you by surprise. Um, I, I think he, what he's, what Dr. Donna has said is um, she's trying to gather signatures for a run for mayor in Denver and asked if I knew folks there who could help collect signatures. Um you know, Jay, I, I, I don't know. There are companies that do that, but I think in Denver, what do you need? Um, um, oh, you have to call in. Okay. Jacob, 888. Um, here's, here's the number that they gave me to give you 888-710-8061. 888-710-8061. Um, or. 
if, is, is that the right number or is it eight? If that doesn't work, then let me give you another one. 888-627-6008. Okay. They just said, do this one. 888-627-6008. Um, go ahead and call in. Because, you know, one of the things, we're open and transparent here, right? And if yeah. somebody's trying to run for something, I think in Denver, you only need, what, 300 signatures? I, I know. There, I don't know. There's I'm like, not sure if he's running for mayor. Or, or what? Okay. There's like 800 people in Denver who are running for mayor, though. So, um, but it, but even then, which means it isn't that many signatures you need to get. But. No, that's what because they're, they're now they're talking about making it harder. So this, so that's the thing. Okay. So democracy is actually at work in Denver, right? Yeah. yeah it's part of Marshall Zollinger from Channel Nine saying that there are that that white men should not run because there are plenty of qualified minority women. So it's it racist. Makes, it makes or, him uncomfy. Yeah, it makes him uncomfy. That's kind of like crazy. I mean, that's a hairy phrase. That's right. Yes. We've got Jacob on the line. Hey, Jacob, what, what, what are you up to? Okay. So what I'm trying to do in Denver, we need 300 signatures to get on the ballot. And basically I'm just asking, you know, if, if I can find a couple people to, to get the 300 or 400 signatures, I'll go ahead and register on Monday to become a candidate. Okay. And then I want to work with Donna and the local people here on how to um, list the actual voters, eligible voters in Denver to a point where they can just walk out their door and go, you know, we, we find people to go <clears throat> uh, when the ballots come out to go and help the people uh, vote. Right. Like, like, the, like, Bail like the other people do. Right. And, well, I'm not going to call it harvesting because I'm not going to, I don't. It's legal, Jacob. I mean, Ballot harvesting is legal in Colorado and okay. in Denver. But yeah. yeah, but I would set up I would set up the uh, roadmap on how to get to the to the people who are voting and to get to their ballots. Okay, I, you know I don't know. I mean, I, I I think the way that a lot of the people do well, there's there's two ways of doing it. The people who have like yeah, a lot yeah. of money have higher companies that have them do it, and I think right. the other people yeah. just get their supporters and they knock on doors or they go to grocery stores or places yeah. like that where they're people. So. I have I have I have one in the past that to get to three hundred signatures is not hard it's just that i'm down to a week to do it that's all okay all right have, well listen you know, how about this anyone i mean you can email us through the show or a lot of people out there have my email anyway um yeah. and and i will pass it on to dr don who can pass it on to you if we get any information okay can i say something can i say something else real quick since i'm sure. um i don't understand the the state i guess is shipping out all these immigrants to new york and and so on because they can't afford to keep them here. No, the no, it's because thing. Jared Polis is kind and compassionate, Jacob. That's why they're sending them to New York. Okay, but that's 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 one thing. But the other thing is he's also inviting everybody who can't get a legal abor- abortion in their state to come to Colorado. Yeah. Well, well you know, terrible, <laughs> that's a terrible liability, though. It, well, it, you know, it, it's difficult being such a kind and compassionate governor. Yeah, um, yeah. No, you're right. I mean, it's just total hypocrisy. Um, I mean, uh, if, if, he, if somebody comes out here to get an abortion, you know, whether they need it or not, you know, that's fine. But if the doctor here botches it up, guess who's responsible for the uh, liability? Yeah, I wonder, that's you interesting. Know, I don't know. I, you know. Probably not Jared Polis, but, you know, but yeah, no, exactly. That's, that's, exactly. will figure it out. Okay. Yeah. Have a great weekend. All right. Yeah, All right. Good thank luck. You. Thank good you. Thank luck, you for being here. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
Oh, Leo says, I was going to run for dog catcher, but I'm allergic. <laughs> Leo, we'd help you get the 300 signatures, though, if you wanted to. Um, but anyway, so I think, you know, what I think is good is there is some indication, I mean, the polls, and again, you never know about polls, but that the, um, the, the American people, roughly half of them who even know what's going on, are saying, well, yeah, I think it's okay that they're having this debate and discussion. And again, the thing is, you think, don't they always do this, right? What's the problem with this? And then you turn out, no. Instead, the way they do it is the deals are cut in the back room or in the lobbyist offices are in the junkets. And then they come in there and they slip it in. There's no vote. There's no discussion. And the next thing you know, your taxes go up, right? Well, you know, if if he did it by press, there's about 90% left-wing press from the Atlantic to Vox. I mean, just get down the Newsweek time. I just go down the thing. And then there's maybe 10% conservative one, which would be Newsmax, Fox, and a few others. So if you go by the stories, the country's outraged. We're a clown show. It's a it's the world's worth thing, and and also you get you get people like uh, Newt Gingrich. It's terrible. Why well, like supposed to feather their nests if we can't have these? Yeah. What did the headline in one of the Hannity things was? Matt Gate or outrage in Congress over Matt Gates's comment about McCarthy. And what did he say? He said that it was vanity yeah. him pushing this. Vanity. That's almost as bad as apparently the guy who killed the poor college people gave a tasteless joke at the jail oh no <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, a serial oh, killer said a tasteless, a tasteless joke, joke and that's oh, no. ridiculous you know and the person's like mad gates said it was vanity it's like does anyone doubt that it's vanity for kevin no kevin mccarthy's running he loves us because he loves america right yeah. but nonetheless he does not want to have that he doesn't want to have a floor vote on he no. doesn't want to have a floor vote on border security um, doesn't want to give people time to read the bills, doesn't want to pull out the appropriations bills that where they are spending our money, right? right? Um, so that so, the, so they have to be entered separately as opposed to just in this one giant conglomeration. So you know who's actually on your side, and there are yeah. not many people on how they were on this on this speaker's one. The the people who are, you know, cheering on the Rebel 20 and so forth, um, Tucker Carlson, yeah. Steve Bannon. Uh, Sundance, um, and I'm trying to think of their for the conservative sites like Red State Town Hall. Oh, they're they're all yeah. Saturn hacks, right? Exactly. National View is not even a hack; it's right, a right. disgraceful organization. Well, and this from Leo, I still want to know who writes these four thousand page bills. Well, Leo, that's the thing. That's another part of the dirty little secret, and that is the lobbyists write it, right? So you're a lobbyist for an oil and gas company, and you want to get rid of some regulations yeah. and do some other regulations that'll profit the giant companies and hurt the little companies. Right. You write the bill, then you shop it around to a representative or a senator who will sponsor it and and they don't read it either well, um, i wouldn't understand it. i've ever no. read legislation unless you get to the because you're changing existing legislation and so you have to reference other it's really it takes an enormous amount of time it's not like right. it's just there's self-contained and this is charlene the globalists write the bills well it's, yeah, it's all the same thing right the special interests write the bills um, then, and that's why they don't want anybody reading them, right? They don't want anybody. You know, the, the, the guy I don't like much is Mark Levine, but he finally said, why doesn't anybody go after George Soros? And they go after every Trump person, they go after absolutely everything. He destroys our country, destroys everything else. Everybody goes, oh no, you know, we, we can't do anything about, you know, why doesn't somebody see his tax returns? Yeah, really. Well, is he, 
is he, well, he's, maybe he files them in Hungary, right? No, no, he would not file them, I promise you. The one place he would not file them is Victor Orban's Hungary. They hate him. Well, I think, you know, I, I, the most important comment was, I think, Jacobs at the beginning is, how do we know that, how do we make McCarthy keep his word? Um, and I do get the sense, didn't you read that too, mm-hmm. that what they're doing is they're getting this in writing in some way, shape, or form. And I think they're also doing a good job making it public because you would be like, why? 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 Again, yes. you said, why won't you do that? Why are you? Why are you reneging on saying that you should have seventy-two hours to read a bill before you have to vote? Why? Why, why are you refusing to say, to say ahead of time that you put a border security bill? How does that hurt you? I understand the term limits because that's a tough vote for some people, right? But 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 the border security is an easy vote for any Republican, right? right. I mean, and and free any Republican, the weaponization. I mean, of whom? The, the Republicans were the subject, were the victims of the weaponization. Yes. Why would you be opposed to a committee on that to try to stop it, right? And because again, there is that, it, it just reveals a swamp. And I think one thing, and we've talked about this before, that under Donald Trump, you know, starting, you know, six years ago, under Donald Trump, it, the swamp people started to be revealed. I mean, Donald Trump, you know, tore the curtain aside, right? And and just when you think it- Well, he, he tore the curtain aside inadvertently. He had no yeah. idea that behind the curtain- that, that while he was president, all the people in the FBI and the Justice Department were meeting Twitter and everywhere else to make sure he'd lose. Yep. And now Charlene says, um, um, oh, Stephen says, Charlene, along with the lobbyists, they all, so they can get their fair share of the appropriations. Charlene says McCarthy will not keep his word. He's a controlled oh, no. puppet. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and that's what, um, that's what Chuck and I were saying the other day. I'm like, why is it taking McCarthy so long to get these deals? And you made the great point. It's like, it's not his decision. It's a loan to make, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, amazing. it's it's the donor class and the people who control them who are saying, no, you can't. We don't, we don't want these bills being made public, <laughs> right? We don't want people to see what's in the appropriations bill. We don't want to have people see any of that. So I suspect, though, that he'll probably be confirmed. It seems like today. It seems like they've got... There are a few people like Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert, who said, I'm never voting for him. But I think enough of the other people have said. Maybe I'll vote present. <laughs> you know, I'll, like I'll hold my nose and, and, and vote, vote present. And, vote present. And, then, and then Hannity and everybody go, yeah. Honestly, kudos to those guys for being brave enough to take all the slamming and all that, you know, going on Sean Hannity's show and being trashed and, and yeah. being treated rudely. Right. And, and right. for sticking up and saying, you know, I don't, you know, we need to show how this is being done and we need to try to fix it as best that we can. And these are small steps, but Hey, at least they're steps. Um, so I, I don't know if Casper has come in. Um, oh, Leo is saying Sam has been out of eggs Sam's has been out of eggs for the past few days. I know, and the eggs that are there are going up. That's because of all the stupid new rules they have. Um, Casper, if you're here, go ahead and um, go ahead and, and unmute yourself and turn your camera on. If you're not here, we'll just. I we'll don't just, see him. I don't. You don't see him here yet. Well, we were going to talk to Casper. Um, he is because we had him on before, and he announced it on our show. Um, he there were several at one point. It's like, and then there was one. There were several. Um people running for the Colorado state Republican party chair. Um, and Greg Lopez has dropped out. Heidi Ganahl has said no. Dick Wadhams has said no. Um, everybody's out anymore, but Casper. Yeah. Um, now somebody, Dr. Dono is asking, what about Aaron Wood? I, don't, he, I have, he, I have heard that he is going to, um, 
announced, but he has not made, as far as I know, at any rate, an official announcement. And we've had him on our show before. So if anybody was Aaron's friend or Aaron is listening um, and you are running, mm-hmm. just let us know and we're happy to have you on yeah. too. Um, Dr. Don says Aaron would. Oh, got Sherry on line one. Hey, Sherry, thank you for calling in. Happy Party Friday. Hi. So um, I wanted to bring a couple things up. I think they kind of go with with what you guys are talking about. But today there is something else happening that, you know, it, it gives me hope. Who knows? Okay. Wow. There is the Supreme Court case. Well, it's not a case, but um, it's the Brunson, the Rayland, the Loy Brunson. Um, so basically he it, it's an individual, which is kind of cool. It's not a lawyer. And he got the case all the way up today to where they're deciding if they're going to hear it. It's before the Supreme Court, and they're deciding if they'll hear it or not. And what he's bringing is um, it's about the election, but it, it's more fundamental. It, it's if Congress doesn't have to abide by their oath, then who does? And that's what he's bringing is against Congress, and he's saying – they did not abide by their oath last um, January 6th when a hundred of our Congress people said we need to take these 10 days because there's corruption, ah. there, there's things not right with this election. We need to investigate it. But instead, they they did not investigate it. And so he's bringing the case against the Congress. Huh. And um, it, it's to the Supreme Court today. They're going to say if they're going to hear it or not. But once again, what is the point of any oath or affirmation? Right. If, if, uh, so if Congress doesn't have to abide by their oath, then who does? And that's what this case is huh. about, because their oath is to the Constitution. But right. I wanted to say something else about sure. this to Jacob, because there's a really – um, good letter writing program. Um, so what they're doing is they're, they're saying if you can write a letter to the Supreme Court, then send a letter to Brunson also. He's in Utah. And that way they can keep count. So they know that like they're asking, you know, send a dollar to Brunson, but this way he knows how many letters have gone to the Supreme Court. So when they say 60,000, 100,000, it's because he's gotten that many letters. So he knows how many went to the Supreme Court. But okay. I think okay. you could do that with Denver election. Like if you're getting ballots, you should be able then maybe to have a little postcard also. So instead of getting cheated on the count, at least you know oh. how many actually voted. That's an interesting idea. Have them, I mean, money would be one object, but have people send you a ballot or send you a little postcard that said, hey, I voted for you. I cast my ballot for you. And then you could. Yeah, because I I thought that's pretty good. I mean, I'm really hoping the Supreme Court will hear this case, but uh, they've been getting, considering nobody. I don't hear anybody talking about this. And it's really kind of a big deal because what he's asking for is if they violated their oath, he's asking right. them to be removed. And that's 288 people in Congress. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Well, I, that's, and that raises another point, too. All these people saying, we need to let Congress get to work. It's like, yeah. no, no, no. It's fine. Hey, Sherry, thank you for that. I appreciate your phone call. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, 
So we've got some comments here. You know, and if any of the people, 888-627-6008. I'm Dr. Donna. How does it work when the Colorado presidential primary is held before the caucus? Well, Dr. Donna, they don't want to have caucuses anymore, right? We right. Talk, we've talked about that. They want to get there. And Charlene um, is if the Freedom Caucus caved, the GOP is merged with the Uniparty and is a, it is a carcass of itself. The people are with the Freedom Caucus. Um, yeah, this is from, yeah, the BBS guys, mail-in ballots could be in triplicate where each of the three copies goes to a different place for a count. That's a good idea, right? You get one to the candidate. Um, and yeah, Jacob says Congress not working is a plus. So, hey, well, I don't see Casper, so he may be tied up, but we wanted to talk about Chuck has been, it's been party Friday and all. Chuck has been, um, as have I, obsessed, I hate to say this, with the Harry Megan stuff. Um, I'm even more um, not quite ashamed. as bad as, as, I'm, as Amber. I, I'm more ashamed of, of being, you know, uh, Amber Heard, I, you know, okay. You know, I, I, I <laughs> should lived, not be, I, you know, I should, I, I care nothing it's kind of, about, uh, about a subset of the royal family, but nonetheless, <laughs> it, it's, I'm reading all of it and, and Harry's emasculation of himself saying his brother pushed him. Brothers never push each other. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, and as I hinted, thanks to Jimmy Kimmel, we have found some never before, never oh, seen yeah. before video of the tussle. So yes. if we have the fight, the, the vicious fight where, the fight where William viciously attacked Harry so viciously, in fact, that he had to call his therapist right after. Yes. That's like for real. He said he called his therapist right after. If we could please play the Harry video. Two princes, a true story. William set down the water. Then he called me another name. You're a wanker. Then he came at me, and we tussled. It all happened so fast, so very, very fast. He grabbed me by the collar, ripped my necklace, and he knocked me to the floor. I landed on the dog's bone, which cracked under my back, the pieces cutting into me. He mocked me. <laughs> this is what it sounds like when doves crack. I lay there for a moment, dazed, then got to my feet and told him to get out. Then I made him face the music. The end. you go the harry the the never seen video of the never before seen video of the fight it's just been it's just kind of like um what a bunch of ridiculousness okay now back to something serious and we can go back and forth here charlene says will you get vicky tonkins on sometime i hope she's running for chair just for the fireworks if nothing else otherwise um what the the screen oh otherwise blah blah blase well here's the thing um charlene actually i think we're gonna have well certainly we'll have vicky on again I, i have a feeling um, she's got enough on her hands in El Paso County, but there is, we could talk a little bit about this. There is a brouhaha and that's putting up, actually it's just, it's a corrupt attempt to seize power, not a brouhaha right. going on in El Paso County. And I think we're going to have Todd Watkins and, and another woman on. So what's happened is, you, you know, you have the establishment rhinos in El Paso County who set up their fake Republican party right. um, and, um, t- and tried to usurp Vicki Tonkin's power. Um, and what they're doing now is they're, 
they're trying to get a petition to get other rhino establishment people in the Republican Party um, SEC, right, SEC, to vote to dissolve the El Paso. No, I mean, it'd be the uh, um, state central committee. Central committee to dissolve the El Paso County Republican Party and just and hand it them. to the Rhinos. Yeah, yeah not, no, have a, no election. Just uh... <laughs> yeah, forget all that. That's, that's just way too confusing. So anyway, we're going to be talking about that next week. But now I see Casper. I see Casper. Casper Stockham. Hey. Um, welcome to the show. Happy Friday. Oh, you, we don't hear you. Oh, sorry. You can you there hear you me go. now? Yeah, we can hear you uh, now. Yeah, sorry I'm late. I'm up in Weld County. Just no worries. Very, very successful meeting up here. But um, yeah, I wanted to come on uh, just briefly, really, to yeah. kind of clear up some some things that have been said. Nothing huge, but I was doing a podcast with Peter Boyles. Um, two days ago and I wanted to take a selfie. So I turned turned the camera around and then Peter hugs me. He photobombed you. I was not asking Peter to lean. (laughs) Give me a kiss. A kiss. He photobombed you. Yeah. So then I put the picture up on Facebook and they're like, how dare you take a picture with that individual? Oh, goodness. He's attacking Trump and he's that he's, you know, he's against the, you know, you know, he's for the J6 and, you know, insurrection. I mean, all this stuff. I'm like, I just took the picture. It was just a podcast. I went on the podcast. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. And this one guy goes on about, you know, about Peter being the antichrist. It's I'm like, look, guy, it's just a. No, and, and, yeah, I, and I would support you on that, too. I mean, go, you go ahead and have your any, everybody. We can all have our opinions of Peter Boyles. And we, everybody knows we don't we disagree with Peter on a lot of stuff anymore. But why not go yeah. on his show? Right. You're running for a position. Right. He's got an audience. And, you know, I, I know, you know, I, I wouldn't have sent the picture. out there. <laughs> 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 hey, what did I read? There's a thing when I was in radio, I had a general manager say to me, there's no such thing as bad publicity. There's just publicity. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, okay. And it was me as of right now. All, though, all your opponents seem to be dropping out. You seem to be steamrolling the field. Well, Greg, Greg Lopez actually is going to be the chair or is or going to be the chair of the Colorado Hispanic Republicans. Ah. Oh, okay. So Hugo, Hugo stepped down a couple, uh, about a month ago. Well, He's like in December, in December. Okay. Uh, so Greg is going to be the head of it. And I've talked to him since then. So we're going to be working very closely together. Uh, I, I see a lot of great things with him at the head of the Colorado Hispanic Republicans and me at the head of the GOP. I see a lot of great stuff. Right. Well, and I think sooner or later, I imagine the establishment candidate will emerge. Um, yes. um, and so I think and that will it'll be interesting to see how all of that plays out. Um, but yeah, let me just, cause I know you want to keep this quick. Cause you're, you're like busy. You're like busy. Where, where can people find out more? I, I know that this is a kind of election that only, where can you send them signed autograph of the, uh, of, of, of the picture? <laughs> I'm going to get, yeah, I'm going to get the, um, I'm going to print that out on poster board and get Peter to sign it. So we can send it out to him. <laughs> Maybe you could color out his eyes and pull little horns on his head or something. <laughs> that would probably sell better. <laughs> yeah, that one would get you some votes. That, that's a fundraising deal right there. Yeah. <laughs> so they can go to Casper for for Colorado.com Casper for Colorado.com. Uh, I'm traveling the state. I do need some gas money. So they're willing to do that. Um, I know, you know, people are just really, um, you know, there's still a lot of polarizing sides going on. 
And I'm just about uniting. I'm going to focus on the 80%. I'm going to invoke the Reagan, the spirit of Reagan. We're going to do the uh, you know, the 11th commandment, 80%. And let's get this party back on track. That's what I'm about. All right. Casper, thank you. And good luck. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll okay, see you later. Casper Sockham. Yeah. And again, let me, because I know people are, you know, sometimes announcing. And so if somebody that we missed um, is running um, and has an announcer is going to announce too. Everybody's welcome on our show. Sure. So, sure. all right. Casper, thank you very much. Um, except Harry. Prince Harry is Prince not. Prince Harry for chair. Prince Harry <laughs> for chair. Welcome. Well, you know, it's one of those things. And to me, I consider it a good sign. Even Don Lemon, who I just went, because we're going back to this since it's party Friday, but feel free to call in or comment on, on anything else you want here for the last few minutes. Um, even Don Lemon attacked him. Well, didn't attack yes, him, but yes. said, what's he doing? It's like, you know, here's this guy. He, first, he talked about killing 25 Taliban when he was in the British Army. He's getting hammered for that. Because nobody really knows. You know, nobody goes, oh, I know I'm going to kill Thing they say is you know you don't put notches in your gun and then talk yeah, about it it's, right, it's right. just like it's just it's not done right and now the taliban is mad at him right yeah, because, like, mad you know, like saying these were not pieces on a chessboard because he said yeah, yeah. i had to i mean he's trying to make us feel sorry for him saying i had to dehumanize and they were pieces on the chessboard and the taliban is like there were people prince harry or not prince harry anymore yeah. um but in the meantime so he can do that and then he gets I mean, even if the story is true about the tussle with William, so and I don't I'm know. Sure it was uh, true. Well, maybe there's brothers, versions. Brothers, oh, I mean, you know, push each other. I mean, come on. Well, well, yes, but I mean, he made it sound like this vicious attack. Well, for him, no, he didn't. He just made it sound like a normal one, but. For him, it was, you know, well, then he said, real brothers break each other's noses and, you know. Well, and then he had to call his therapist. He shouldn't have said that. And, and, that was and his hairstylist. Yeah. And his hairstylist. He's losing <laughs> more hair. So is William. And, <laughs> Dick's Prince William in the middle of stuff. Yeah. He says, it was, I was alarmed by his baldness. It's like, you know, it's yeah. like, ha ha, which brother has more hair than the other? And, and you go, you, well, you do, but not for long. You're younger, you know? I mean, it's, just, it's going. It's it's just, dis, uh, I don't know, dismaying. And, and that's even worse. It's just sort of disgusting to see how much he's willing to reveal um for money because i think that's the only thing right he's getting paid a ton of money from the books netflix is probably mad because they said we had a dud nah. series you didn't say any of this in our series um so they're, they're probably going to sue they, him they have to, you know he's, he's got the rest of his life he's, to have to try to you know a dig in mine you know, a couple of years you know of his youth the american media is getting tired of it i think i mean like i said even the don british lemon, media already, yeah. oh the british media hate him but even that even don lemon is like come on man come on man let's, let's not do that and, and what's her name uh yeah megan what's her name too megan oh megan mccain no not megan mccain she agreed was, with her about it too did it well who's the who's the one who got kicked off fox or left fox megan mccain is that megan not megan mccain mm-hmm Mm-hmm. all right well maybe somebody else uh, but anyway yeah but yeah she she's saying you know, man up <laughs> yeah exactly so i mean if these are if that's a thing and it says something about because i think there are frankly other global elites who are kind of like that right where everything is a perce- perceived attack on them and it's the kind of thing that normally normal people would like be like what you're complaining about that kind of thing you know what i mean it's like you're a prince for pete's sakes and and you you knew i mean you grew up in the royal family it's like only one person gets to be king you know? yeah, by that. yeah it's like i know it's not fair but i didn't even get born into a royal family that's really not fair you know and they just don't seem to get it's, that it's interesting because he's the one who reminds everybody of, of 
Edward VIII, you know, the Prince of Wales, and and who married, uh, who withdrew from the throne and everything else, and his brother took over. If you saw the um, King's Speech, that was his brother who couldn't uh-huh. speak very well. He was thrilled. He was a spare. He says, I get all the luxury oh, yeah. and everything else and none of the headaches. So that saga, fortunately, will probably come to an end because I don't think they have anything left to say. Oh, no more book deals. The movies, oh, the movie okay. series have been canceled. Their podcasts have been canceled. So, so, you know, so you aren't going to be able to be obsessed with that for very long. Um, back to then the El Paso County thing. Cause they, oh, the other thing I want to tease for Monday, we're going to have Jay Christian Adams on again. He's with the Public Interest Legal Foundation. You remember right before the election when Jenna Griswold, our, our corrupt secretary of state sent 31,000 ballots to foreign citizens, people who are not right, right, right. legally able to vote in a right, ba- right. ballots. Um, and then they had to send a postcard back saying, oh, sorry, sorry, you can't actually, you can't vote kind of thing. Um, and we had Jay Christian Adams on then, then um, sort of strongly hinting that was this just a bizarre, right, inexplicable right, 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 right. accident. Well, so as a, you can imagine, the Secretary of State's office refused to give them any of the information because they want to file a lawsuit against right, her, right? right? So he filed a Freedom of Information Act request well, and it, got... It would be a CORA, Colorado Open yeah. Records Request. He filed his, yes, an open records request and apparently got a bunch, and actually this has been in the national news a little bit too, a bunch of very interesting information sort of behind the scenes of how that all unfolded. All right. What I wish somebody could do is track how many of those ballots, I mean, how many of those people actually did vote, yeah. right? How many of them actually did vote? Um, because they said, oh, we told them all not to and we're sure that they won't. Well, well like, not oh. down in Arizona, yeah. you know, they said, okay, so they jammed the machines and people go, who cares? Close enough. Close. Yeah, the <laughs> judge is like, oh, well, you know, ah. uh, we don't want, we don't like, we don't like Carrie Lake anyway. Yeah. But then again, I think then also either on Monday or Wednesday of next week, we'll get into this El Paso County thing because the reason that the rhinos want to dissolve the real El Paso party. Because they can't win an election. They can't win. Because, I mean, in a month, they're going to be voting for new leadership in the party, right? So right. if you don't like Vicki Tonkins, will vote against her, but they know that, that they can't win. And so rather than like, I don't know, change their ideas to ones that people agree with, what they want the, the state Republican party to do, the, the leadership of the state Republican Party to do is to just go ahead and dissolve the El Paso County Republican Party and just hand it all over to them. I'm like, at first I thought they were joking when they were talking about that. It's right, like they yeah. can't do that, but they are. And then apparently they are they need a petition, right? To petition the party. They are and we'll have a woman on who says they basically trick you into to getting your name on the petition. Even if you're against even if you're against it. She she'll describe how she wrote an email to them saying she was opposed to this and thinks they should stop it. And then she got an email back saying thank you for supporting us and your name is now on our petition. And she's like, what? (laughs) Um Charlene says when KKB is out of there she'll approve the ousting. It's gonna be interesting to see. Um, how all of that plays out and whoever the new chair is. Well, that's why they're trying to get it all done. I think before that, right? Mm-hmm. Before that. So, Hey, anyway, that's going to wrap it up for us on this party Friday. Um, thank you to Casper. Thank okay. you to everybody who comments. Oh, it's the danger of taking a picture with Peter. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta watch out who you take a picture with. Yeah. <laughs> Bombed him. So in fairness, <laughs> thank you to all the wonderful guys at BBS. Um, we will see everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Bye-bye. Take care.